The Unstoppable Blueprint Podcast with James Robert Elliott. Hey everybody, James Robert Elliott here. I'm here with Chris Awokowicz and uh, we're going to talk today about why you need to trust yourself, why you already need to, to take action, why you already know enough right? You already know enough. So I'm here with Krissa, a former graduate of mine, amazing, amazing young lady. And uh, we wanted to give you some value today. So let's, let's talk about the first, first principle, because I mean, everyone has this imposter syndrome, except the real imposters. And I want everyone to really get that. Everyone except the real imposters have imposter syndrome. So if you have imposter syndrome or, or had it, uh, or, or some permutation of it, then you're almost, I can almost promise you, you're not an imposter. So uh, talk to you more, Chris, about, about no one being broken, no one being fixed, because again, it's often a theme in our lives. Oh, I need this. I need that. And, and we have our own journey. You and me, we talked as well before this about just more training, more education, more certifications. And I need more before I blank. Let, let's talk about that. Talk about talking about no one's broken. No one needs to be fixed. Yeah. So, so first of all, if this imposter syndrome is coming up, I think it's really important to recognize, like you said, everyone's got it. Um, so recognizing that you are not alone and just having compassion for yourself and, and being able to hold that space for yourself to feel into the imposter syndrome, feel into it and recognize that it's normal and it's okay. Um, and then, yeah, from there, I think I one of my favorite things to do is looking back and to prove this imposter wrong. Like you're huh. you're wrong. Look at all these things I did. Here are the facts. And that's as you know, we've we've done this. It's NLP. We're rewiring our neural pathways. We're reframing our brains and our mindsets to to start to recognize those things naturally. Um, and over time, that becomes easier. It becomes more often, or, or less often, that the imposter kind of creeps in and pops up to ruin your day and bring you down. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, it's just stop that every time it yeah. starts into your point, it gets less and less and less, which is really good. And mm -hmm. That's the pattern interrupt. That's the NLP pattern interrupt, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, Tony Robbins cutting someone off or talking over someone is with intent, whether it's me stopping someone saying cool, and then starting new, uh, whether it's you finding ways, creative ways to stop someone uh, from, from uh, elaborating on, on why they can't, it's, you know, it, they're all, or, or stopping that own voice in our heads, everybody too. It's like, stop it or shut up. Or if you prefer, give it a hug instead, give that hurt, wounded part of you a hug and say, I love you. And, uh, you can do the, the, the naughty, the nice one, either way, whatever one you want to do, but it, they, they all work. It's stopping that pattern. And to your point, Carissa, it happens less and less and less. And less. Mm -hmm. Um, to, to, you know, again, like I said, you and I were talking earlier and about how we both, you know, again, imposter syndrome, I don't know enough syndrome, just so many courses and trainings and certification and education. Um, talk to me about that because I had that too, but we were talking. Tell me more because I think a lot of people have that and perhaps think, oh, I'm I'm not ready enough yet or I don't know enough yet. Let's talk to me about that, please. Yeah, I hear this over and over again with, with clients, um, with my own brain <laughs> uh, and even friends and, you know, other entrepreneurs and um, leaders. And... I think it's really common to feel like you you don't know enough. So keep paying for courses, keep trying to get certified in other things. And that's that's very much my story. My core inner critic is I'm not good enough. And that has stemmed over the years into I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough. I can't get started yet. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Um, when really you're ready right where you are. And that's it, it's another reframe, I guess, is looking back at what you do know and 
all of the knowledge that you have gathered over the years and, and going starting with that. And if you want to keep getting certified in things, if you want to keep learning, which is really important, I yeah. encourage learning forever. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a, if, if you could pay me to learn, that'd be my job. Um, right on, <laughs> <but> right on. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's great. Uh, but not letting that fear stop you from getting started in the first place, not feeling like I need this to get started because you're always going to be looking for more. So figure out where you are now, what you do know, the knowledge that you already have. And this is a big one, but trusting that you know enough and being okay with not always having all the answers. Sometimes the client, actually always the client is the the master of the answers. They hold all the answers within them and being able to hold that space for them in their wholeness is plenty. All that you can do, all that you need to do. Fair, fair. And you're right that we don't need to know everything or have all the answers. I, I don't know is a perfectly good and again, I struggle with this too. Uh, when I started teaching years ago, it's it's like, well, I mean, I, I, I got, I'm the expert. I got to prove to them I know enough. I'm the expert. And well, what if heaven forbid I don't know the answer to something? Seriously, heaven forbid if you don't know the answer. Like really, seriously, we're all we're, we're human, right? And and so I I've found and learned and found people would rather you say, you know, I don't know. That's a great question. Let me go find out for you. Let me check with my mentor. Let me research. Let me think about it. Let me get back to you. They would much rather hear that than some bullshit you make up. And they can tell, okay, he doesn't know or she doesn't know. They're just <laughs> trying to, trying to, you know, pretend they do, um, yeah. right? And 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 that can play from a lot of imposter syndrome or thinking we don't know enough or, oh, I got to prove to them I'm, I know enough because that means I'm good enough or that means this. Or if I don't know enough, that means I'm not smart enough or I'm not capable. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be here. They're going to find me out and I'll lose everything or whatever that imposter is saying to you. So exactly. I really resonate with you say, and I was there too. I was there as well. Yeah. That what if what yeah. if I don't know the answer? Heaven forbid, right? Versus, yeah. and so many of us leaders are the same way, and it's okay. You mm -hmm. know, leaders are not expected to know everything. Uh, Einstein didn't know everything. Steve Jobs, you know, <laughs> Oprah, Sir Richard Branson, you know, uh, uh, Ariana Huffington, Ariana Huffington, uh, you know, uh, Ariana James didn't know everything. No one knows everything. We all have our mm -hmm. our, our specific and special spots and special. Genius zones, uh, even yeah. Einstein, you know, the great Einstein. I was telling you this yeah. earlier. Even Einstein, he said, if you judge a fish's ability to climb a tree, it'll forever think it's stupid, because mm -hmm. again, we all have our different genius zones. We all have, even within leadership, we all have our different genius zones, our own, uh, you know, competencies, core competencies, and our own, our own amazing things, right? Yeah. So. Krista, what, what can leaders do? What can, and we're all leaders, right? Everyone's a leader, whether you're a business leader, a corporate leader, leading your family, leading yourself, leading your friends, leading someone that's in a, in a tough place. I actually had a great conversation with a homeless person last night. It was, it was awesome. A great, great conversation. We're always leading, right? We're always leading. So talk to us, Krista, what can leaders do when self-doubt or imposter syndrome creeps? And we talked about the, the shut up, stop, pattern interrupt. What, what else can they do? What else can us leaders do? I think that, well, the, that would be my main tip. And I, I think that self-compassion is the best thing that you can do mm. is recognizing that you are a human and, and we don't have all of the answers. We don't know absolutely everything. I was actually, I was talking to a client the other day in a, a group coaching session and um, the, the topic was on confidence 
And everyone, we did a lot of inner inner critic work and everyone had to introduce themselves as their core inner critic. And they all came out and it's a leadership team that I was working with. So they all came out and said, like mine, for example, hi, I'm Carissa and I am not good enough for anything. So we went around and we all did it and they all worked together on the leadership team in this company. And they're looking at each other like, bullshit, you don't know enough. Come on. I look up to you. I look up to you. They all look up to each other and pointing the fingers at each other. Like, this is who I'm modeling my behavior off of. How can you not know enough? How can you think that about yourself? Um, so I, it was really powerful, actually, because everyone was like, whoa, we all feel this way. <laughs> and it's eye opening. So that that self-compassion and that reminder that you are a human and you don't have all the answers and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them said, I said, what if you did know everything? And she said, life would be really boring. <laughs> there would be nowhere to go. There would be nothing to learn, nowhere to grow into. Uh, so that self-compassion I think is really key and, and being okay with it and recognizing that you're not alone in that. Even the people that you look up to have definitely dealt with this before and probably still still do. Fair, fair, and exactly. And others in your 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 other colleagues or the people, other other mm-hmm. area, other people you're competing with, or the people that you know. Like you said, they're dealing with this too. I mean, if you did know everything, your name would be Google, right? And I'm being facetious because <laughs> even Google doesn't know everything, right? Yes. Yeah, told me the wrong word in Spanish the other day, so <laughs> shame on Google. Shame. <laughs> but but your point, it's that trusting yourself. <laughs> Because we, we're all so great at shaming ourselves and griefing ourselves and guilting ourselves. We're so great at that. And, and I mean, what does that do for us? It, 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 I, I believe, I believe it, I'm sure you've seen this too. It, it holds people back. It holds us back. Um, it, it makes us feel bad. We're not fulfilled. We're not enjoying the journey, enjoying the learnings. Oh, wow, I learned that. Oh, wow, I, I should have done that before. Cool. I can start now. Yes, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. So at least I can start today and start doing things versus mm-hmm. putting it off, procrastinating. I'm not readying and, and yeah. you know, waiting longer like we were talking about as well. And, and yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's that lie we tell ourselves, I think, that we don't know enough or not ready. And it's all BS as you and I were talking about. And, and people do that. We see people do that all the time. So please avoid being one of those people, guys. Um, without judgment, because I used to do it too. Sometimes I still do it, right? It's like, oh, well, I gotta wait. I'm not ready. I gotta do this first or whatever. Things we put in the way, barriers we put in the way, when if you want it, do it. Just go for it. If it's in front of you, you're ready. Why else would it be in front of you? You know, you're yeah. ready. Universe put it there. Universe and its divine wisdom put it in front of you. Why the hell else would it be there? And just, I'm not ready yet, or it's not the right time, or I have to this first, or I can't be for this. It's just your own, you know, putting off your own success. It's your choice, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Talk to us, Chris, about, uh, let's, because again, you're, you're a big health person too, and you, you talk a lot about health and nutrition, and I, I love that too, because I think that's such a supporting foundation for doing well in, in business and work and leadership and, and relationships and life. I mean, how can you how can you do what you want to do and be at your best when you're you're, you're sick or you're not energetic, fatigued, exhausted, burnt out, whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us because there's a strong correlation of like we were talking about earlier with the whole not thin enough, not pretty enough thing. Talk to us about that, please. Yeah. So what I was saying earlier was a lot of a lot of clients that I work with. Um, they have and and me included. This is my past self too, and she still creeps up sometimes. Uh, but thinking that healthy has to look a certain way, and 
and I'm not good enough until I look this way or, or I'm strong enough or I'm, I'm thin enough or I weigh this weight or whatever the case might be. And I think the parallel there with leadership is what, what does, what do you think that ideal version of leadership looks like? I'm not good enough until I reach that, until I have this amount of knowledge or this amount of experience or this amount of training. Yeah. Um, when really, just like with health, health looks different on everybody. It feels different on everybody. Leadership looks different on everybody. You approach yeah. it differently from everybody else. That's what makes you a leader is the fact that you stand out. So feeling confident in that uniqueness and in your wholeness of who you are and going forth with moving forth with that um, rather than like topic, what we've been talking about, <laughs> holding back, holding yourself yeah, back from enough. it. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're really right because it's, it's, and, and I have friends that are fitness professionals and on the fitness days or the modeling or photography days, they literally, they've been, they haven't eaten for a day or three. They're on such strong diuretics that literally have no water. That's why they look tight and cut and lean and fit and all this stuff. Yeah. Plus they're in magazines, they're airbrushed to the ninth end. But yeah, they're, they're people, like you said, it doesn't have to look a certain way because these people in fitness competitions or magazines, usually you can push them over with one finger as big or strong or whatever <laughs> as they are because they haven't eaten and they haven't had much water and they've on so much diuretics, they've gotten every drop of water out of their body so they can look thin and lean and cut and get rid of any possible bloating. Um, but you can push them over with a finger or two. These giant people are super strong people. You know, it, it's very deceiving. So, so whether it's fitness, whether it's looks, health, leadership, confidence, you name it, um, there's often more than meets the eye and more behind the story. And so, I, again, to your point, I think we need to stop comparing ourselves to others. And, and just, um, yes, let other people lead and inspire us. I've met some amazing people lately, and I've let them lead and inspire me. Tony Robbins, I let him lead and inspire me. However, I, I, don't, I don't compare myself to him because I, I don't want to be exactly like him. I mean, it, it, unless you want to be exactly like someone, exactly, exactly, which I doubt you do. You want what they have. You want their success. I want you know the toys and the, the fun, the travel, and, and the accolades, and, and the service to tons of people, and helping a lot of people that I want. But I don't want to be exactly like Tony Robbins, and you may not want to be exactly like you know Bob or Jane or Frida or <laughs> Sally or Sam. Anyway, so why the hell would you compare yourself to them? Let them inspire you and prove that that level of success is possible and and doable. Um, you know, if you feel you're better than them, then you know let it also prove to you that you can easily get there if they're there, right? If you're like, oh, I can do better, then great. Then make let it, but avoid the comparison again, the shame, the doubt, the grief being down on yourself, the self-wallowing, because like you said, Carissa, that that kills our dreams, kills our progress. We we usually either hide or procrastinate or shut down when we do that to ourselves. And as my mentor jokes with me, he said, James, you can you can be as grief, you know, ridden and as anxious and 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 self-doubting and self-deprecating as you like. Go ahead, be it be it. and he's saying it facetiously, of course, because he's an amazing mentor, my, my mentor Rubel. But uh and I said, I, I, I get it. I get the point. I got it. <laughs> Interesting. You know, yeah. yeah. And I think to add on to that, there's a difference between modeling behavior and and trying to be someone. <laughs> exactly. I, I taught this in my the the workshop I just did, too, with the, the confidence building was who's who's someone you look up to and admire, who's someone that has what you want and what behaviors can you start to model to open up, to challenge yourself, to step out of your comfort zone just a little bit more and see where you can push yourself. Cause it's, yeah, it's just that little bit more. It's just that little extra effort. 
Um, and you're not taking on their beliefs and their values and what they're giving to the world. You're just modeling some behaviors that could help you push your beliefs and your values and what you're giving to the world out um, in the world. So there's there's a difference there between that and and not comparing yourself is key as well. I, I think that'd be like the next step is have that self-compassion, find examples in the past where it's wrong and then um, stop comparing yourself, <laughs> stop comparing yourself to other people, but also stay inspired by other people too, yeah. because they're opening up the, the, those pathways in the brain to what is possible for you. Agreed. Agree. And, and your point uh, is very well taken. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's possible. So why would you not keep going and pursuing yeah. and taking yeah. steps? I mean, you know, you, you can fill up a bathtub or fill up a swimming tool with swimming pool one drop at a time. You know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So I think yeah. it, it gets, we see these people doing so well. Or, wow, that leader, or that president, or that director, or that CEO, or Tony Robbins, mm -hmm. or Oprah, or, or whoever. And we see them and they can be overwhelming to us. Like, wow, look where they are and look where mm -hmm. I am. And wow, all the things I have to do, or I don't know how to do it, or I don't know exactly how to get there. And no one needs to know exactly how to get there because I promise you it'll change anyways on the, on the journey. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, and I'm going, I'm going on vacation uh, in a week and a half. And, and I mean, the pilots, they're, they're, they'll never fly an exact straight line to get to my vacation destination. And you're blown off you know, uh, weather and turbulence and birds and, leaping gazelles and, and whatever other airplanes, whatever else, you know, and, and, and so they don't even know they have a destination in mind. They have a first couple of steps. Okay. We got to go down the runway. we got to get in the air. we got to aim towards the, you know, the destination. But again, I think too many people let themselves get overwhelmed or stuck. Cause they're like, I, I don't exact, don't know exactly how to get there. And you don't, it'll change anyways. Even if you did, you don't know, you need to know exactly know your why, why the hell you want that and know where you're going. And and that's it, right? And and yeah. my other message is to to avoid worrying if you get blown off track or or there's there's you know a little bit of uh, learning, right? There's no failure. There's just feedback, testing, and learning. Um, and here's a cool metaphor as well. And let me know what you think of this, Carissa. Um, if you want, let's say we want to go to Hawaii. Want to go to Hawaii? Want to fly from you, New York or LA or Toronto to Hawaii? And again, you know, the, the, the planes basically fly themselves these days. The pilot pushes the autopilot button and, and oh, it does its thing. And the wind blows it off course and it, you know, autocorrects. And then the, the, the uh, turbulence and it goes off course and then autocorrects and gets back on track and off path. And that, that happens most of the flight, bouncing around, wind, weather, turbulence, you got to go around and correct because there's a thunderstorm or, or whatever, right? However it happens. So if you think of it this way, a, a tiny little plane can go halfway around the world uh, and land on a tiny piece of land called Hawaii in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a ginormous <laughs> ocean by being off track most of the time. <laughs> and it's a <laughs> metaphor, yeah. isn't it? You're like, most it of is. off track and a tiny, tiny piece. Of so again, it's a metaphor for people's goals. I love giving, you know, avoid worrying and avoid being, oh, wait, I'm blown off track. Okay. Or that didn't work or the, and mm -hmm. you know what? Just get back on track. You don't have yeah. to be on track. You don't need to. And that's not where the learnings are anyways. Learnings are when you get blown on track, off track, and you come back on track. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that metaphor. It makes me think of um, being being firm in your destination, but flexible with how you get there. It could look like this. It's never going to look like this. It's never going to look like that. Yeah. Um, but measuring that progress over time you don't have to sit there and graph things out, but thinking about it as a graph in your head, it's not, it's going to go like this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, 
watching a, a kid with a yo-yo walking uphill. Avoid, avoid paying attention to the yo-yo of mm -hmm. things up and down, up and down at first. So, you know, pay attention that he's he's actually walking uphill or she's walking uphill. Oh, I love that. That's a great visual. Uh, that's yeah. better for a day today. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it too works. Funny, funny. I love it. I love it. Anything else people... Chris, anything else people need to know about that they're, they're already enough? Trust themselves, trust their intuition. Uh, anything else they need to know? Yeah, I think I think if you're being called to do something, mm. then you got to follow that nudge. It's I'm all about following your gut instinct. That's my Instagram handle, gut instinct coach. I do a lot of gut health work, but also gut instinct work and like the, the the science with the spirituality and that nudge is there for a reason and it's it's guiding you towards something that you're meant for and it's going to open up doors. It might not be exactly how you envision it. It's probably not going to be especially That's at first. Well. <laughs> exactly. Um but it's exactly what you need in that yeah. moment. So follow it find the learnings and have fun. And that's the thing, the, the, the heaven forbid, the F word, right? Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> have fun. Enjoy the journey. That's why we're here. It's not yeah. to get to that one little destination way, way up here. Right. It's actually to enjoy, to learn, to grow, uh, to your point from the destination. So, so enjoy it and have some fun and stop self-judging, yeah. stop being so hard, find ways to enjoy. Yes. Continue learning, continue growing. Like Chris and I had said, um, and you already know enough, start taking action because there, there's, there's information or there's skills, but then when we take action, we apply it, then it becomes wisdom and mm -hmm. it becomes knowledge before we take action on it. It's just, it's just information. It's, 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 it's skills, it's information, it's training. If you want to become wisdom, knowledge, uh, and you want to succeed, you need to take action. You know, you need to, yep. you can't succeed before you take action. You got to take action and succeed, then you win. Right. So this this was a pleasure having you, Carissa, here. Uh, everyone check out just down here below on the bottom. Uh, hello at creativeholistics.com is her email. Uh, hello. Um, <laughs> CarissaWickSite.com uh, slash website is her current URL. I know she's got her website under construction, so check That's her out there. getting updated. Sorry, it's a bit messy. <laughs> all good, all good, all good. Hey, work in progress like we all are. It's a metaphor yeah, exactly. for all of us anyways, right? So There we go. I'm here anyway. My website's know, not finished yet. <laughs> there you go. How, what a great metaphor. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Take action before you don't need to be done, whatever, before you take action. And then the gut in, at the gut instinct coach at Instagram as well. Um, this is awesome. Um, I love that you mentioned already, Krista, too. You help people with, with, with gut health, with gut instincts, um, and getting more and more present and getting relaxed and present uh, such that you're able to have that intuition because we're in our head, we're worried, we're overwhelming, we're in, in you know, anxiety, overwhelmed places, stress places to the max. You're not going to get that that gut instinct, the, the intuition, the messages, the nudges. You're present, calm, grounded, relaxed. There's lots of apps, lots of ways to do it. We can have a whole yeah. other webinar and podcast on that. But when you are grounded and relaxed, um, the, the nudges will come, the intuition, the voice will come. And I find it comes to my body. My fear, worry, my overanalyzation, the talking, yet of it comes to my head. The the instinct comes from my body, my gut. So if you ever mm -hmm. have a doubt, where is that voice coming from? Check where is that voice yeah. coming from? It's from your head. I've learned it's probably fear or analyzation or talking yourself out of it or the imposter in you or your inner critic, if it comes from your body anywhere, that voice, that that source of that wisdom or nudge or knowledge comes from your body, that's usually your intuition. So that's one way. Yes, well. exactly. And your health benefits from it all too, as you well, know. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> just, they go hand in hand, which is a Rest and digest thing. or fight and flight. Pick one, yep. you can't have both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah. 
this was such a pleasure having you here, Carissa. Uh, thanks again for helping us give value. And uh, mm -hmm. I had a, had a blast today with you. Thank you so much for having me. It was, it was so much fun. Amazing. Thank you. Amazing. My pleasure. <laughs> awesome. Everyone have a powerful day. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Till next time, be well. Talk soon.